0: It doesn't matter how far you run. There are some demons you just can't escape. My name is Johnny Blaze. I used to ride a motorcycle for a living. I did a bare ass 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. (laughs) It's kind of funny, it's on YouTube, check it out. But when my dad got sick, I did something way crazier than that.
1: tell you my younger brother got hit by a car once um no he was uh thrown like 25 feet underneath another car he was fine it was very funny
2: he was fine Benny Hill music played underneath (laughs) in real time is a real hoop he can't have children anymore but it's probably a good thing he did have a bruised kidney (laughs) he was
1: pissing blood but other than that he was okay Uh yeah
2: that's not fine Adam he was okay
1: it was perfectly fine (laughs) no literally he gets up how old was he I am um,
2: 17. Okay. 17? Right. Oh, he's rubber. Yeah, Never fine. Fine. sure. And it's also yeah, prime Jay Walker age, too, you know? <laughs> he's still yeah. a
1: formative little baby. Yeah, Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah he's, no, he's
2: in good, uh, yeah, he's,
3: he's in the prime years. Prime is like 17
2: is the perfect age, actually, because your brain is just developed enough and your body's just not developed enough that <laughs> right. like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, you're fucking Teflon, dude. No, but it
1: was like, no, right. no exaggeration. He just stood up. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Literally. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Gets up, walks into the Barnes & Noble, and I'm like, Connor, what the fuck was that? He's like, what? He's looking at movies, because we're like like Christmas shopping or something. He's like, what are you doing, man? And then the cops come in and he's like, Did you, are you the one that just got hit by the car? <laughs> he's like, yeah, that was me. He's like, yeah, you got to come outside.
2: <laughs> yes, officer. It was I who was hit by a car and flung 20 feet. What of it? His but a flesh wound. But
1: I looked at his ba- his back look like shit. But he's like, yeah, whatever. I do like that his
3: like I'm not a rat philosophy extends to like severe bodily injury.
1: Well, he's like I jaywalked. Right. You keep your mouth shut. He comes outside, and the woman who hit him is freaking out, like like sobbing uncontrollably, and doesn't know what to do. Obviously. <laughs> She killed a kid. Yeah, exactly. That's but, what she assumed. But, but Connor's just like, "What's? it's okay. It's fine. Literally, my younger brother. Was he like, trying
2: to make the lady feel better by acting tough? Was or? he hitting on her? Con- no, 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 <laughs> no. See, that's a prime move right there. Be like, listen, lady, it's okay, but if you want to make it up to me, let me take you out to dinner. We, we didn't sue. She just gave us a thousand bucks. Cash. Yes. Untraceable. It was just a gift, though. It was a random just a gift. gift. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of a sudden. Just Unassociated. Popped in the mail. <laughs> like that. I like that. I would just ask for a Christmas card. Yeah, it's not bad. I would have just asked to be on your permanent Christmas list for the rest of your life uh, and if you miss a fucking year, <laughs> man, if you miss a single year, the fucking cops are going to be knocking down your door.
3: That is a good punishment, creative punishment for a judge to dole out at a trial. To be like, you must add this guy to your mailing list and get him a fucking music box every year for the rest of your life.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
3: Fruit baskets for life. Uh yeah. So, um, hey, welcome to why is this a thing? Welcome to Cranksgiving. <laughs> Cranksgiving
0: 2023. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> C- cranksgiving 2023 it is the third year it's it's cranksgiving three and
1: final i would probably say oh absolutely I not R
2: disagree R R disagree. R disagree what, R ma- R what
1: R material disagree. do you guys have you that underestimate I'm- our ability to stretch a bit until it snaps like a rubber band listen listen these two guys this neville dean and taylor they split what are we going to do they're individuals Yes. I, they have a collaboration with Nick Cage, one of them. Oh, they do? Yes. Uh, Brian Taylor worked on Mom and Dad from a
3: couple years ago with ooh, Nick Cage. all right. That is his work. We also haven't finished their combined work. Right? They have another Gerard Butler movie, I think, called Player. Right? Gamer. It's called? Gamer. 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 Yeah, it's about video games. Yeah. And I don't know. We got Statham stuff we can do.
2: Uh, come on. You okay. can keep doing it. They have it. a film called Pathology. <laughs> Adam, we'll do episodes of Crank Yankers if we have to. Totally. It's fine.
1: Uh, we've now done three Crank films, and make no mistake, guys, Crank 3 is what we're talking about.
2: We are talking about Crank 3 today, yes. I'm sure many of you at home are going, what, huh? how can you keep this bit going, and there's no more Crank movies, but...
3: The movie we're talking about today is called Ghostwriter: Spirit of Vengeance. It is the second Ghostwriter film, and as you said, Adam, the third Crank film. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. it is directed by the directing duo Neville Dean and Taylor. Mark Neveldine and Brian Taylor, to be specific, they just go by Neveldine slash Taylor yeah. in the credits for this movie. They
1: were just like the Butcher Brothers; these guys,
3: just like the Butcher Brothers, we have a tendency to flock towards dipshit directing duos, action directing duos, Same, you mean auteurs.
1: I guess sure, they are auteurs. Yeah, in their own way. Yeah, dipshit auteurs.
2: Sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the likes of Ufa Ball,
1: <laughs>
2: film geniuses. Yeah. Sure.
1: Have you seen the behind the scenes in this fucking movie? It is It's better than the movie. It's amazing. It hit me. I did not watch the behind the scenes. Oh, my scenes God. Series. Tell me about it. It's the funniest fucking, just these idiots flying around on fucking wires as they're filming their cameras and getting really low you know that shot where they're ziplining. seriously when, when when Idris Elba goes off the overpass or something he goes off the road and
3: oh there's that like, great r- shot of him in slow-mo as he's shooting bullets back at the car yeah the best
2: scene in film history
1: oh my god <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway,
2: <laughs> I, it, it reminded me of fucking um, in, in The Matrix when he's leaning back, dodging the bullets. Oh, God. Sure. It, it's just I'm just sure that's that exactly that's what, that's what they, they would have going- said,
3: too, on the day of shooting. <laughs> it's like, we're going to do bullet time even better.
1: No, but I'm, look- I'm looking at that. I'm like, <laughs> okay, how did they get a um, a helicopter in there? That's tough. I guess that's impressive. And you watch the behind the scenes, and just fucking, like, Mark Neveldeed is just swinging on wires going back yeah. off the cliff as Idris Elba's going off the cliff on wires and it's just it's insane these yeah, guys
3: if you look at mark neville dean's imdb profile there's no like professional headshot or anything or red carpet footage it's him on rollerblades with a <laughs> camera on a stick following jason <laughs> statham as he's running down the road I don't think the guy ever just, like, puts a camera on a tripod or, like, on a dolly and sits there and yells cut. It's always, like, yeah, flying off of things, suspended in air, in fast motion, on motorcycles, I think, in this movie. Motorcycle in one hand, camera in the other. I think Nick Cage was talking about that in an
2: interview. Why are you guys saying that, like, it's a bad thing? Not a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing at all. Sounds like a bad thing, the way you guys are saying it. You're making it sound bad. No, I mean, it's fine, I guess. It just,
3: like indicates to me that you haven't really learned much about filmmaking since you made skater music videos with your friends in the 90s. You know, like it's just that mentality of like everything is always in motion and we're gonna put black and white in slow-mo and and you know, listen, it's fun, it's fine. I have a good time with all of these movies that we've done on Cranksgiving so far. But like a sex scene and a dramatic emotional scene and a shootout and a death scene are all the same tone, unmotivated nonsense, just like visual
1: vomit in every frame. And what? I, I don't know. That's not really filmmaking to me, but far be it from me to say such a thing. You just see the motivation behind the insert shots of Ghost Rider pissing with a fire hose. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Come on. <laughs> Come on.
3: That being said, and I don't know if you guys, you guys have seen the original Ghostwriter?
1: I saw it in theaters. You saw it in theaters, and yep. Nick, you, you have experience I saw with it? both of these in theaters. Oh, Goodness my
3: Goodness me. <laughs> wow. I watched the original Ghost Rider for the first time this week and did it back to back with this new one. And I will say definitively, we're, we're throwing a lot of shade at Neville Dean and Taylor. It is by far
2: and away the better movie of the two. I don't know about that. It is not
1: even close for me. No, 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 no about
2: that. It's weird. The first one is a more cohesive film. The second one's more fun. The first one's a movie. The second one (laughs) (laughs) is a crazy extended music video.
1: Yeah. I don't know what the second one is. Uh, I'm not sure it's a movie. (laughs) The first there's, Plenty of things about the first one that I vastly prefer over the sequel. I'll just, I will just—I understand the temptation coming from us who are like, you know, y- 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 the first one's the more generic or whatever, but this mm-hmm. this other one is the crazier, out there, stupid experience, but you, it's unforgettable, right? And I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm
3: not saying this is know, fucking man. Richard Donner Superman. It's, I'm
1: not saying, like, this is not a good movie. No, it's not a good Let movie. Let me be clear. It is
3: not a good movie. That first one is really tough though. With the fucking CGI that looks like it was designed in fucking Microsoft Paint. Oh, and in this CGI isn't. <laughs> it's it's mm. a little better than the fucking floating skull in the middle of like. Oh
1: my god! The no. the, the what Yule are these? log <laughs> of flames that you see around Christmas. time. Listen, I re- I rewatched the clips and it was like night and day shocking how bad the, the visual effects are. This there's so they're much both worse. bad. They're, they're both, both so bad. Much they're, worse. they're both bad. I'm just I, the sequel's way worse. I knew this what was are you gonna talking happen? about? So first the off, sequ-
2: for anybody who's never seen either of these movies, they. They are. I mean, they are. It's a direct sequel, but they are completely tonally different. It is just insane how different these movies. It's feel. so funny. How Feels
3: like they they're almost retconned, even though they're not ret. I mean, some scenes are portrayed in a different way with the same story, like the flashback, for example, of the deal. Yeah, is the different.
2: entire style of Ghost Rider, the character, yes. is being retconned. Right. In this film.
3: I mean, Cage doesn't have a Southern accent. I mean, Cage no, notably right, yeah. has the, uh, you know, like, he's an evil Knievel type guy from the South, and he's doing, yeah. like, a weird Elvis voice.
1: No, yeah, the entire ethos from the ground up is different. You'd have absolutely no idea what, like, if you for some reason you were a huge fan of that original, and you just jumped into this one on TV one day, you'd have no idea it was a, a Ghost Rider film, let alone, you know, a sequel to that first movie, so. Yeah.
2: Right, so like objectively, the first movie is a proper movie. You watch it; it has a beginning, middle, end. You understand what's going on. It's, but I just remember it being a boring and b. Ghost Rider didn't feel cool. And what they nailed, what Neville Dean and Taylor nailed here, is that when you're watching Ghost Rider killing people and shit, it's fucking cool. That's right. It's pretty it's fucking cool. cool. That's right. The movie makes no fucking sense. Everything is just crazy. Broken up. it's awful, but god he looks fucking cool when he throws his chain at people. I remember being a kid I left the theater and in my mind. I was like pretending I had a flaming chain <laughs> I could wrap around people and shit <laughs> fucking sick. What he
3: vomits like the energy of hell into a person's face. Oh. It's
1: sick it's cool when he shows up. He's barely in the movie, though. You're right.
3: The, and by the way, the movie does not nail the alchemy in either instance. The original no, movie no, has no, no, too no. much Ghost Rider, not enough cage. And the second one has too much cage and not enough Ghost Rider.
2: Yes. Well, this is, a, well, this is another thing I wanted to talk about, which is there is a fundamental issue with casting Nick Cage as Ghost Rider. (laughs) Yes. First off, the best scenes should be the Nick Cage scenes. Right. (laughs) Because he's Nick fucking Cage. That's right. When Nick Cage is actually allowed to act crazy is when he's the Ghost Rider, but he's not Nick Cage, he's a skull. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there are. I will. I will give the the
1: new movie this though. Like like you can tell, there's a big difference between who who's ever what Nick Cage is doing versus whoever is performing Ghost Rider is doing. Whereas in this one, it's blatantly obvious that Nick Cage is doing the Ghost Rider stuff. He's got yeah, all those absolutely. mannerisms, all those weird quirks. Yes. And he he
3: does mocap and he does the voice, right?
1: And it's great. And it actually to me serves the character much better in a much more identifiable, distinct way. Like he definitely makes the, it sounds so fucking pretentious to say, but he does make this ghost rider his own for better or worse. Of course worse. he does. Yes, Nick he Cage.
2: That's what he does. I was thinking about how in this era they really missed an opportunity because they really wanted to force Nick Cage into a superhero franchise. They really did for so many years. They tried. And I think they really missed an opportunity for him to be the punisher. Because no costume, nothing. It's just it's him all the fucking time. And that guy can hold a gun and it would have been an unconventional choice for the punisher but it would've been interesting but instead he's a fucking skull guy on a motorcycle that
3: would have been a good avenue because like you know one of the 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 sort of tenets the central tenets of the nick cage career are those like gritty manic crime movies mm of, like, a guy unhinged behind the wheel or whatever. And so, yeah, Punisher might have been...
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's made, like, a thousand of them. Like, drive angry, is that what are yeah, talking we're, about? He, yeah, but even, like, you know,
3: bringing out the dead or whatever, of just, like, that manic kind of everything happens at night and it's in a city and, you know.
2: Uh, you just think of Nick Cage being sleep-deprived behind yeah, the wheel. Mandy, yeah, Mandy, you know, there's a sure, scene yeah, where he's yeah, looking, yeah, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, I was going to say, imagine Nick Cage having his wife killed in the murder rampage. He'd go on, oh, wait. Sure, <laughs> it's called Mandy. Yeah, he's he has
3: flirted with that character, it, but it's funny though, Nick. I was thinking about this. You know, obviously he doesn't get Superman. He, for years, wants to do a superhero thing because long before superhero movies became the center of the culture in Hollywood, he was really into superheroes. Like he named his son Cal L. Right, like he. Yeah. Right. You know, he read comic books growing up. He's in. Spider-Verse, right? He's in the first Spider-Verse playing the noir Spider-Man, right? Uh, He's in Kick-Ass playing like uh, the unconventional kind of Uncle Ben kind of character or whatever, right? He never gets the chance to just play the straight down the middle superhero. It sucks that he never got to do it because he actually was way ahead of the curve. And what he identified early on is that the superhero genre gives me the space to fill with my particular brand of acting, You know, like a splash page in a comic book. It's like, this is the genre. It's the modern-day Kabuki theater. It's the modern-day German expressionism. Mm -hmm. Like, I can fill it with the sort of broad, over-the-top acting that I have been aspiring to my entire career. Finally, I found a genre that can rise to my level of manic energy. (laughs) And as soon as he starts making these movies, they turn into this hipster- winking at the camera too cool for school shit and none of the performances in the mcu for example are anything close to what he's doing in this movie or what he's doing in kick-ass or what he's doing in spider-verse or what he would have done with superman and it just sucks like he think he never found the exact right combo
2: yes i no, i think that he would have balked if somebody approached him and said you could be the punisher i think he would have balked at that and been like yeah, that's not a superhero that's like but i actually think that is where he would have fit that's about a guy that has literally gone insane. <laughs> and it,
1: yeah. And no, it's, just it's, trying to, it's so him. Yeah, just trying to enact violent justice against these mobsters.
2: I think that would have been fine for Nick Cage, to be honest, yeah. I would love for them to reclaim Nick Cage Ghost Rider for all this multiverse bullshit they're doing. Just bring him back.
1: I think they just did a something, a TV show or whatever with Ghost Rider. So
3: what happened is that this movie was made in 2011, and it's this weird kind of gray area where Marvel Studios is... A separate entity from disney still or they they had gone through a number of like mergers and hot potato with the marvel properties and as soon as they make this movie about a year or two later the rights revert back to disney so disney i think included ghostwriter on a couple episodes of the agents of shield show that they did on abc oh great and that was it and it wasn't Nick cage right No, 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 no. And I don't know what the design was like or if the CGI was any better than it was in the movies. But it's weird because like Idris Elba is in this movie and it's in uh, some sort of Marvel universe or whatever, but it's not the same character that he's playing, obviously, in Thor, which comes out the exact same year. So it's just weird. It also had like this... I don't know if you guys noticed the title card at the beginning, but it carries this Marvel Knights label. Did you see that? I did. Marvel Knights. So that was a production arm of Marvel Studios before they merged with Disney that was intended to be the Dark Universe, so to speak. Uh, um, it was all like the sort of offbeat, too gritty. It wasn't going to be Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, X-Men, or whatever. It was going to be for stuff like this, Daredevil. Um, the Marvel Knights label was actually an offshoot in the comics, and it included stuff like Moon Knight. I think Black Panther was actually originally a Marvel yeah. Knights, right? Punisher was there. Punisher yeah, there was there. It looks like
1: Black Widow as well. Oh, so they had done iterations of all of these things.
3: Right. And all, I think, like, remember the Netflix shows that they did? The, yeah. The Daredevil. Uh, Punisher was one of those as well, right? It was, like, Punisher and Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. So I think, like, it, it was kind of in that vein, right? Like, if Marvel Knights continued making movies, it would have been what those Netflix shows ultimately became. But there were only two movies ever released under that label. It was Punisher Warzone. Which was from 2008 and then this Ghost Rider movie Spirit of Vengeance before everything
2: reverted back to old Bob Iger and they made them a bunch of fucking ironic hipster things. This was also this movie came out in the era which I miss desperately which is you go to the movie theater and they give you a comic book. Whoa, I didn't get a comic book with the movie. You didn't No. So when I saw Punisher, I got a comic book when I saw the Ghost Rider. You films, saw I got a comic Punisher books. in
1: the theater. What? Of How course. old were you?
2: Adam, my dad took me to crank when I was like <laughs> 11. <laughs> 11. You think he didn't take me to Punisher as well? You think he didn't take me to Jesus. My dad took me to every rated R film that came out. Every fucking one of them, dude. is underrated for how brutal it is. It's not fucking around. It's crazy. It was one of the most disturbing things I ever saw as a kid. <laughs> so I'm, it's rated it's, R, right? Very rated R. Which by the way, t- talking about movies that need to be rated R. They blew it. They blew it
3: here. I this
1: movie needs to be rated R. I was losing it, man. I just like, why the fuck is this movie not R rated? It's it is screaming to be rated R. It's like it's it's about to say the F word at the table, and then the studio's like, honey, stop it. Right. Be polite. Right, and right, it's just right. like losing its own mind. You're I
3: so think. right. I mean, like you hire Neville, Dean, and Taylor and you get all the fanboys excited. Like they yeah. brought it to Comic-Con and they all like the 13-year-olds that love Crank. were like, yes,
1: sex on a horse track. Whatever. <laughs> sex you know? on a bike now. Yeah, yeah there we let, let's go. right? <laughs> like if you watch your movie to be metal, for God's sake, right, like This Ghost Rider fucks, you know?
3: Like yeah. we're ready. Like if you hire these guys, like let them make the R-rated. Like you have nothing to lose. I mean, nobody cares about this character. No. You know? It's,
2: So stupid. You're totally fucking right.
3: (laughs) Yeah, here is my thing. Like, the original movie is just, as you said, Nick, it's like it's not really made by an auteur. They let fucking Mark Steven Johnson write and direct it. He was the guy that made the Ben Affleck Daredevil. Failed upwards. They said, you know what? We want more of that. Mm. (laughs) And they let him make fucking Ghost Rider. (laughs) And it just is a mess in terms of tone, that movie. Like, it's this weird kind of western horror thing sam elliott is in it playing his character from big lebowski sure i mean that's what he's doing there's like this weird western vo that's like you know every generation needs a man that him that man is the
1: ghost rider
2: you yeah.
3: know he just <laughs> you expect the like, fucking dylan's the man in me to start playing when you hear his voice
1: here's the problem you're gonna go down these list of characters and part of the reason why i preferred the original actually is because like the i'm not out because of those details like i don't care if i've heard it before sam ellie is it, it, f- flaming skull demon monster okay <laughs> peter fonda's in it why is peter fonda in this okay <laughs> has way more presence than anybody in the new one. I like one. Hines in the new no! one. No! Oh like my
3: god, one. I like that he's fucking puttering and he's slurring fucking... his words and his face is melting But, but this sick. is But
1: again, no presence. He's just a ra- another, another- Oh, I disagree. No, he's just like one of the thousand goons you've seen in everything. I think of the studio mentality behind the original movie. was So like by design, a more generic movie, but the characters and- that new one, especially Karen Hines, are way more forgettable. I will never forget fucking Peter Fonda supposedly playing the devil in the, in those scenes. Or Sam Elliott being in that movie for some godforsaken reason. The fact reason. that
3: he's in the movie is great. But once you yeah. get past that, it's like, why is this a Western now?
1: It's <laughs> yes, so like so It what? just makes n- no sense to me.
3: Because it's not stylized that way. It's, it's stylized like... The early two thousands Marvel movies, like the X Men's and the Spider Men's and the Daredevils. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, so it's it's stylized with this very generic thing, and also Cage isn't allowed to like let loose that much because it is, as you said, mostly Ghost Rider and it's mostly a different voice.
2: It's not the right role for Cage. If you want Cage to be able to fucking act, don't make him a character that's 90% CGI. It's fucking dumb. It's dumb. And they don't let him. It doesn't make sense. And the
3: romance is really stupid. Like, I like that they don't really attempt it in this new one. Yeah,
1: but at least I, I can look at Ava Mendez, right? You can look at her. Sure.
3: You can't really be compelled by her acting. <laughs> not But care. you can be like, hey, that's Eva a- Mendez. What's it, it, going on? Yeah,
1: but if we're judging these movies on just superficial terms as it is. Like, give me Eva Mendez over whatever these other characters are. <laughs> She's playing a fucking
3: character. She's
1: like a news reporter. And <laughs> yes.
3: again, I mean, that character, how many times have you seen that?
1: You know, I don't, it's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about how often I've seen these people before. <laughs> She's it. She gets stood up by Nick Cage at a date. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she fucking takes
3: a magic eight ball out and shakes the magic eight ball to be like, is he going to come or nope. should I go home? <laughs> it's like,
2: who is this character? <laughs> who are any of these characters? <laughs> I will take this vaguely French like, drunk monk gun-running Idris Elba Okay, over Eva Mendes. You have a wonderful Idris Elba in the movie, the one saving
1: grace of this movie, where he's breaking out the 2,000-year-old Jesus wine, and, <laughs> and I don't know where he got the bread from. This is the body of Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've been carrying this bread around for a while. May God lead you into the eternal life. That is, John, if today is in fact your last.
2: He pulled out a loaf of crusty bread from his pocket in a <laughs> decrepit old cave underground. I mean, the fucking guy slaps, dude. He's my favorite character in anything. Absolutely, one hundred
1: and ten percent. The one thing that saves this movie for me is the fact that Idris Elba is somehow having a good time. He's trying. We're his about best. the fact
2: that he went flying off a cliff, <laughs> yeah. and then they do the slow mo where he's shooting the guy while he's flying off the cliff. And then, as far and I watched this movie twice in a row. By the way, I didn't tell you guys that. What? <laughs> Uh, you're like running back oh my lord as far as i recall he goes flying off this cliff and then just scenes later he's just there there's no like hey bud did you get hurt there's
3: a sight gag that's like by the grace of god i'm still alive and then they (laughs) cut to him dangling upside down from a tree yeah like with like goofy music
2: underneath it yep yeah like no the guy's dead but he's not (laughs) he's still around for the rest of the movie
3: it's weird because like he had already done stuff. Obviously he was trying to make the transition into big Hollywood star or whatever around this time.
2: He was, he was still a fairly like B actor around this time. I
3: mean, he was uh, i mean, he was Stringer Bell. I mean, like he was respected. He was an American gangster. Yeah, yeah. Like he was good.
2: No, he just didn't have that big breakout role in a big Hollywood blockbuster.
3: Right. Yeah. And so he took a lot of cracks at it though, in those couple of years, you know, he did Thor and Ghost Rider: spirit of vengeance the same year. He did Prometheus in 2012, Pacific Rim in 2013, another Thor movie in 2013. He takes a lot of bites at the apple. You know, it was just it was definitely like we're going for quantity over quality. Just get your shots up and do your best. You know, just high volume player in those years. Guess So, yeah, I I wish he fucking did more American Gangsters, though.
2: You know, you know, though, he did. You can say this about the guy. He didn't get typecast. He can do a lot of accents, he can do a lot of roles, he can really, I mean, he's really versatile. He was in the modern classic Beast that was released last year about a killer lion. At the same time, though, I just watched his show on Apple TV, Hijack, and you can argue he got typecast.
3: I watched one episode of that show, and I'm like, this is what TV is for.
2: Luther's great, by the way. It's
3: just fine. Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, Hijack is literally apple tv trying to make 24 oh totally that's it is, exactly it is, what it is right
3: in that fucking
2: it is a seven episode series i think seven episodes something like that maybe eight maybe six right about a plane being hijacked and the first episode is the plane being hijacked and the last episode is them landing right. like it is and could have been a movie I, that was the exact thought I had is this should have been a movie. Right. So wait, it's just, it's a miniseries? Yeah. Okay. I was
1: like, they're yeah. going to do, is every season going to be another hijacking? <laughs> That'd be oh my God. Can you imagine <laughs> hijacked two, hijacked again? <laughs> I'm
3: looking at Idris's IMDb Oh no! and obviously he's one of our great movie stars, but this is not as good of a career as you should have had. So post-Wire, when does he get killed? Oh, spoiler alert for the Wire. Uh, season three? Is that what it was, Nick? Yeah, season yeah. three. Yeah. So yeah. that's around 2005, 2004, 2005. And then he, so yeah, he does 28 Weeks Later, American Gangster, Rock and Rolla, which is, that's, what is that, uh, Guy Ritchie? this Guy Ritchie movie? That movie's not bad. Um, so he does some like, you know, cool movies with, Big name directors. Then he does a bunch of TV. He does Luther, as you said, and he does it like every so often. It's like, oh, I'm coming back for like three episodes of Luther every five years. And then it's just a bunch of fucking either stupid ass blockbusters or Oscar bait. And there's no in between. It's Ghost Rider Prometheus, Pacific Grim, Thor, or it's Beasts of No Nation, Mandela, you know, uh, they said Jungle Book, Zootopia, does animated things, Star Trek. Dark Tower, he does, which is a oh. big fucking swing and miss. Yeah,
1: I never saw that one.
3: Big swing and miss. Everybody's like, this Stephen King is the new big Stephen King thing. Yeah. Molly's game. He's good in Molly's game. It's not that good, though. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and
1: Shaw. One of the worst I hear. Oh,
2: goodness me. Which and is he's well, bad in it. It's too bad that he is too old to do Bond now.
1: You're 100% yeah, right. Yeah, he is.
3: Feels like that's what he's been. Like, he's been in the waiting room for Bond as he's accepting fucking Hobbs and
2: Shaw and Suicide What a sad squad. thought. That yeah, him and Daniel Craig, both. I mean, Daniel Craig was a good Bond. He would have made a good Bond, but they were just the same age, basically. If they let Daniel Craig out when he wanted to leave, like, if they just, let, you know, oh, let him yeah. out of his contract early. Yeah, brought Idris in for, like, four or five movies, maybe. Yeah,
3: like, like he, he did fucking Cats, dude. He did Sonic the Hedgehog 2, like, he's... Adam's favorite hey, movie.
1: Let's say, hey, hey, I was going to say, let's not forget, he's, he, it's one of the best Knuckles I've ever seen, period. Better than all the video games, Nico. But like, even in
2: all these like bad movies, like he's one of the best parts. You know what I mean? Like you see him show up, you're like, hey. Always, yeah. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. He's never top stringer though. No. No. He's
3: never right. top, and low key though, it's like he's had a lot of big Hollywood roles, but he is in that category of like, John Hamm and fucking James Gandolfini. Yeah, yeah. And- all of these guys that were unable to top their TV work, if you think by now he'd have a couple Oscars and he'd have some. big... It's like no, he's made some pretty shitty choices over the years. <laughs> like even like he took a chance on Three Thousand Years of Longing, which is really good. Oh, it's
1: really good, yeah. But, but
3: it's like the guy's cursed. He tries it, and the movie fucking bombs. Like, not,
1: uh, like what, you know, it's I mean awful. that again. That's not entirely his fault. That movie was never going to do well, but and it was really poorly marketed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but still.
3: No, it's like for a guy that's that good an actor and he's that
1: good looking and it's Yeah, you're you're you're
3: right, Nick. You should not be doing fucking hijack. Okay. What else we got?
1: I guess I should I like the part where Ghost Rider kills everyone with his all the monks or people with his chain, sw- swings it around. Like that's kind of fun. I uh, that's all I got. I just <laughs> I just think I don't know. Like, I get it, you're being facetious or whatever.
3: I think it's like a lot more well considered in this one. Like, the the charred skull and the way that the
1: bike looks and the oh, close-ups on the tree. that's not true at all. The bike looks so much better in that original. It's, it's not even, weightless. It doesn't matter. The original matter. One is no. fucking, like,
3: floating around. One, like it's one it's looks like a city. piece like of fucking it's not...
1: charcoal. It doesn't look like anything. Yeah, but at least, like, it's
3: tactile. At least it has some weight to it. Well, I
2: don't know. I kind of like both approaches. Like, Well, though, to be clear, I like neither approach. <laughs> <Did you laughs> just say one is better? No, it's not. one. Yeah, one's better. It's the original. <laughs> no, my My point is having, like, an actual, like bike that feels like it has weight and it's metal and it's on the ground like I can see why that feels cool but at the same time the the ghost part of Ghost Rider having the bike feel like it's just fucking floating around it's kind of sick too I
3: don't think that's the intention, though. I think the no, intention it, is like we want the bike oh to go God, up but, the side of a building. But at least it,
1: it feels like it was designed for God's sakes. Like at least it feels like someone actually sat down and drew that thing. <laughs> like like I, I Are you
3: actually defending the fucking skull that I like, have
1: to now? Like that that's the sequel <laughs> looks
2: like a garbage can. It looks like shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought it looked fine, but I'm I'm really not concerned about the special effects because that's not No, even it's, what not, good it's not it's not a bad. matter of the
3: quality of special effects. Special effects it's just like how considered the design of the thing is yeah one's well i'm just sort of intention i'm not even you know what i mean like i understand there's limitations
2: were the clear correct choice to film this movie this style of superhero comic movie yes they are the right people to call make it rated r like we said Mm. and don't cast nick cage (laughs) and also don't write a script that involves ghost rider losing his powers for like a third of the movie
1: Not smart. Like, my problem with the movie, guys, like, I remember that original. It's not good, and it's not even fun, but I remember being more fun than this. I don't know. Like, that scene where they're in the dig site, and he's fucking around with the gigantic dig machine— like that had no weight to it, by the way. Like that should have been way. It's like a
3: giant bone
1: saw. It's, it's like, like a, it's like a bone saw on a cap machine. Like like yeah, shit it's so dumb. That should have been way cooler than it ended up being. It didn't. I mean, it didn't help that the movie just looks terrible. Like it just looks awful. It's a very like ugly looking movie. But you know that's Neville Dean and Taylor. So what are you gonna do? Uh... It's
2: perfect. It looks perfect. It looks perfect. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out. This is their style. They were hired to make this movie. Everybody knew what it was going to look like as soon as they were hired. That's the
3: only thing I'm saying.
2: That's the only thing I'm saying. saying It (laughs) It looks exactly as intended. This is a
3: movie made by people. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Whether or not these people are of good cinematic taste, they are people that had a vision (laughs) and a style that they executed.
2: (laughs) That's all. Yes, it's visual vomit. I get it. It it is. No question about it. It's a shame that we only know in retrospect that the type of script you need for a movie like this is a lot closer to Thor Ragnarok. Just fucking... No, but see, I don't fucking want that, though. No, no that's the I... other thing. I think this movie looks good in comparison to half the Marvel shit.
3: This looks better than to, compared to fucking Shang-Chi. Ah, oh, boy. You tough. open
2: the movie with Ghost Rider killing people, and you end the movie with Ghost Rider killing people, and the middle is filled with Ghost Rider killing people, and there's just violence, and there's none of that... Other shit. I mean, to
1: be clear, I don't want it to look like either. I don't want it to look like this. I also agree, I don't want it to look like Thor Ragnarok. But, like... I don't know, may- maybe try to make it look like Sam Raimi Spider-Man, I guess. That's what they tried doing with the first one, though. Yeah.
3: It's the same kind of, like, broad mm. Hollywood... It is! It, does, it doesn't the have the Eva same... The it, it Eva nick have, Cage relationship is uh, fucking identical to Maguire and Dunst. just way worse.
1: Yeah, but that movie, just in execution, does not have the same tactile edge that Raimi brings to that Well, no, it's movie. shittily made, That's but, what but what they're going about, for yeah. the
3: same kind of thing, though. Well,
1: the, the from a narrative side
3: of things? They're going for the same pop art kind of, like, brightly lit... Kind of yeah. like yeah. old school Hollywood Technicolor thing,
2: which is not what it's fucking Ghostwriter. It's about Satan's bounty. Yeah, Hunter. but it's a it's a Marvel right. comic. This guys. character, this film, it should be all action. There should not be a story. There should not be there there should not be a plot. Just give me explosions and death and fire and gore. That's all <laughs> I want. Out a Ghostwriter. Agreed. That's well, it. F-
1: frankly, like I don't know like what the comics actually look like. I they they could very well just be like more Spider Man stuff. For all I know, I don't actually know what a Ghost Ghostwriter. Is
2: supposed to look like. Right. You know what? I'll tell you what. Make this movie like Crank. They did. Sort of did. They no, did. They 100% did. <laughs> no. Yes, they did. Not entirely. Of course they did. No, there's a lot more plot in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance than well, there is in Crank. Well, it's a
3: comic book adaptation. You have to kind of fucking you do don't. a little you bit. You don't. There's a lot of time. Actually,
2: little though, little it's amazing bit. how you actually don't have to even a little bit. <laughs> Listen, the... Yeah. The, the, you don't. The
1: action sequences are crank, but there's not that many fucking action sequences, guys. Right? Like, right if exactly. it was all action, it'd be fine. But no, you're you're stuck with just I, who the hell are these people?
2: No, bigger question: Who cares? Okay, yes, who cares exactly. who these people are? I think we're having two different conversations
3: at once. I just here didn't give with- a shit about <laughs> any of this. Nick's whole thing is like there is way too much fucking plot. Cut it all. Just give me more Neville Dean and Taylor bullshit. And your point is the Neville Dean and Taylor bullshit is making this thing a headache
2: to watch. I still think Adam does agree with me that he would prefer a full-on action Neville Dean and Taylor film of Ghost Rider than what we actually got. Sure.
3: But you're not approaching it as a person that's protective of the source material.
2: No, I don't care about the source material.
3: Right. So, like, when you say that you want a good Ghost Rider movie, what is that?
2: Mean. Yeah, what if all the source material just fucking blows at him? Yeah, it might blow. I don't Rider know if like, I, sucks I mean, yeah, from the just start. I'm just gonna
1: say it. Ghostwriter is a weird looking guy. No, it's a weird idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I think the guy's a little funny looking. You know? <laughs> no, I guess at the end of the day, I just want
2: a movie that feels like a movie. The guy doesn't have I, a
3: face, I, I, he's I, a
1: skull with flames
3: around him. Yeah. Like he's
2: just a fucking skeleton on a motorcycle. You know what I've always hated about the character too? Is like it feels like there's a backdrop of the carnival. And I know they're trying to go like the evil Knievel thing, but I feel like they always totally it feels like a carnival to me.
3: No, that's my thing. The original movie feels too goofy for that reason. Like yeah, making him an evil yeah. Knievel stunt rider, you know, who's dating a local news reporter, and then you give it this western element, and he's on horseback all of a sudden, and it's supposed to be like this like demonic western horror thing. It just never meshed where it's like, this is Satan's bounty hunter. Make it look fucking gnarly and weird. Like just drown this thing in flames and like,
1: yeah, give it some grit. It just looks like a, a shittier John Wick movie, though. I just got to be honest; it doesn't look like anything. It's not coherent. I get you. No. It's not coherent. <laughs> like, like Ghost. My, one of my pro- biggest issues with it is that, like, at least in that original one, like Ghost Rider, at least feels like he belongs in whatever world that movie's creating. It's not much, but it's it's there's something there. Yeah, so that, that's like that's my hundred percent my, where I disagree. My, with my problem with this one is like Ghost Rider sticks out. It's like he I, I don't know what movie Neville Dean and Taylor are making, but this character doesn't belong in this world every other element is just a generic thing from like a souped up crime movie like a e. John Wick just not as good right they're and both generic in their own way I yes, think is what you're saying. yes very,
3: I think one is like a more generic Marvel superhero studio, movie studio yeah and another is a sort of generic shitbag, bag yeah. you know action movie with punk rock music from the mid 2000s yes just fair. in different ways mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think it's something different than what we see with superhero adaptations. That's all—a breath of fresh air. When I'm fucking watching Quantum or whatever, did you watch Quantum pre- No, but not. it's like you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> these, these fucking. The Flash was another one this year. It's just like it's all incoherent visual gobbledygook. At least this is like a person is holding a camera and making it look
1: nonsensical. Like at least like the guy is is holding the camera himself on roller skates. Great, but there's more artistry in the previous one. I don't know, like I don't artistry. There, no. like I don't, guys. And I'm not saying it's good, but like by definition, there is. Like at least that one has artistry. A, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that first movie is a piece of shit. Yes, it is a piece of shit. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a piece I, it was a piece of shit when I saw it. Adam,
2: you ever <laughs> but, seen those artists, like street artists, they have like a big wall and they like take the paintbrush and they like flick the paint at it and they, like, they take the whole bucket and they throw it up at the wall and, and then the final piece is just like this like sort of blob of color. How do you feel about that kind of art? I love Jackson Pollock. Wow. <laughs> Adam Hall endorsing Jackson Pollock. <laughs> so blow me, Nick. <laughs> Okay, because like that's <laughs> Neville, Dean and Taylor, baby. That's <laughs> Neveldine and Taylor. That's what they're doing with the camera. The camera is their brush, and the characters are their paint being thrown at the wall. And I kind of want to hone in on this pollock uh, they, thing. For they're a second.
1: they're painting, and my my interpretation is that they're just lighting it on fire when they're done.
2: he's <laughs> the ghost Oh, uh, there have we to. go. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean,
3: are you into Rothko? Rothko? Yeah. Are you into just like the fucking monotone squares?
2: Into that shit
1: sometimes. Okay, you into Rothko, Nick?
2: No. By the way, I hate all of that kind of art. Oh, yeah, you hate I that just <laughs> described. Yeah, you don't know, like you don't know, like
1: Pollock's Autumn Rhythm. Like, that's some good shit. You can just stare at that for twenty four hours. My
3: brother got really into Rothko like two years ago, and he was like, "Bro, <laughs> <What>? just like <laughs> give it a, t- t- <laughs> a shot, give
2: it." A and <laughs> I tried. Where
3: I tried really hard because I think he went to like some Rothko museum in Texas, and he just like. <laughs> He just, like,
2: immersed himself
3: in Rothko for
2: an hour, and he's like, dude, it's something. Something's here. Here's the thing about that type of art. It makes me sad to think that we've gone so far with artistic prowess that now we've just reverted back to, like, squares. I mean, isn't that, like,
3: the arc of Hollywood filmmaking
2: over the last fucking 20 years? Sure.
3: Isn't that the story of Ghost Rider? Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> you know? Breaks my heart. Yeah. Breaks my heart. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Spirit of Vengeance. Let's let's hone in on this. this Let's only talk about that. (laughs) So what what's this thing here? So so Cage is back. He signed a deal with the devil in the first one, Mm -hmm. with this guy who is called Rourke in this movie, is referred to by another name in the original movie, Mm. but apparently, according to the comic book nerds, this character's name, no matter what human form he takes, obviously he was recast from Fonda to Hines, the character's name is Mephisto. Mephisto. In the comics. We were talking about him pre-show. It's not the devil. He's not the devil, but I don't know if the devil actually exists in the Marvel Universe. But this is like the Marvel's devil? I think this is in the MCU Marvel's version of the devil.
2: It's always tricky to do stuff with the devil, because if you do stuff with the devil, that implies the existence of God and Christ and everything, and that's usually a direction they don't want to go.
1: Right. They kind of did that with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, though. Kurt Russell is essentially God. He is a God. Yeah, it's not. No, no, no. They, they don't go through the really whole Adam God. and Eve thing with him. Yeah, what's it's his name? Ego. Yeah, in that one. So is that like the? Is that God? But no,
3: but it's 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 this weird thing where like it's all religions are kind of true in the MCU because like Norse mythology is true. It's true, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Like you know, Greek mythology and Roman mythology. They, there's there are characters in the comic book. So, but yeah, they don't really yeah. want to touch the the Abrahamic religions. I would say.
1: So we're not going to get Jesus showing up. Just don't, just don't fucking go there. <laughs> Throwing morning Star crucifixes at people and stuff like that. Right, yeah.
3: <laughs> I do kind of like the idea that they put through in this movie, which are not black ops priests like in that fucking Blomkamp movie, but How black ops monks.
1: These are black ops monks. Why is this a thing? Why do we keep coming to- That's it's the fucking... name of the podcast. Uh-huh. Well done. done. <laughs> I am shocked by the amount of times we've come back to black ops, priests, or
2: monks (laughs) this year. I think it comes from the drunken monk, right? Which is a kung fu character in kung fu films. Like Jackie Chan.
1: Jackie Chan plays a drunken kung fu master.
3: So apparently in the comics, Mephisto poses as Satan.
2: Well, there you go. So So uh, Satan is a thing? I like the idea that Mephisto is like... This guy won't make a deal with me, but he would make a deal with Satan. right. So if I pretend to be Satan, <laughs> that's a good then point. I can trick him into making a deal with me because Satan has a better reputation than me. Satan's got the goods. <laughs> Satan's got everything. I mean, as got. we
3: talked about on the other show, we're coming
2: back to this too, I think I just wouldn't make a deal with the devil. I think you would.
3: I think would I would. Would you make a
2: deal with Mephisto? If there was a guy and he's like, hey, my name's Mephisto. If he looks like Peter Fonda. Boy, have I got the deal of a century for and you. And I'd
3: be like, boy, do you have a name that I like.
2: Okay. So <laughs> we, here's the
1: thing. Would you make a deal with uh, uh, if, if Kieran Hines' Mephisto came up to you or Peter Fonda's? If Kieran
3: Hines' Mephisto <laughs> came up to me. Such a stupid I'd be like, sir... Do you need any more morphine? <laughs> like, I could put you in the direction of a methadone clinic, but, like, <laughs> you know, you probably need some help. If Peter Fonda came up to me, I'd be like. It's a cool dude. Yeah, that guy's pretty sweet. Yeah. Please tell me your ways. <laughs> there you go. Hugh Hefner looking guy. So, yeah, Mephisto. Again, I did a little Wikipedia deep dive into Mephisto. All the Marvel fans think Mephisto is coming to the MCU in the next year or so because he's a big part of this Secret Wars
1: thing. Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) A a lot of people thought he was in the... This is, like, the worst podcast in the world for (laughs) comic book nerds to listen to. You will, like, want to... Like cancel your spotify subscription and throw your iphone against the wall listening for, to this and for, i apologize Well, because we're getting facts wrong and we just have no we like don't care about comics at all, no. at, all at all at all at all but he apparently like there was speculation that he was going to be in wandavision
2: why are they trying to make this happen you know i i hope that the next marvel movie the villain is just some guy named eric who <laughs> is not from any of the comics and he's just a bad guy man he just wants he just really wants to do bad things he also took the form of Adolf Hitler in the comics. Oh, good for him. Oh, and they didn't want to put that into the movies? No, I, I guess that they... That was a good choice? A little too far for them, you think?
3: Um, Man, there's some weird <laughs> shit on this Wikipedia page, bro. Uh, Mephisto healed May Parker in exchange for changing the personal timelines of Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson, so they never married. See, this is weird. He acted as a servant for Thanos during the Infinity Wars... Seeking to attain power himself, I mean, my brain is going to turn to mush if I read any more of this Wikipedia page. This is fucking crazy, dude. Mephisto, bro. But anyway, the Ghost Rider movies are the only ones that he's appeared in so far. So Mephisto's apparently a pretty big deal.
1: I was just looking up the uh, end credits sequence at the end of uh, the new film, The Marvels, to see if he's- Oh,
3: a movie that everybody loves and is doing very well. Yeah, it's
1: a very, very successful phenomenon. Just everybody's really happy about it. Yeah, cultural phenomenon. I saw a really nice
2: Instagram reel of a film rating YouTuber talking about the movie, and then the camera cuts, and there's a man holding a gun to his head telling him (laughs) to say nice thing about The Marvels. (laughs) That's about right. He's like, this movie is a 10 out of 10. I'm expecting this to be a must-see in theaters. And then they just cut like the, there's a guy with like a Disney badge just like holding the gun to his head. Yeah,
3: it's a movie that is apparently very chill. And everybody's so chill about That's it. You so know, nice. it's just apparently great.
2: It's funny because I watched all of what is it, Miss Marvel?
3: <laughs> you gotta remind me which oh one. Oh my one was. god. who was The it was? little girl. The little girl who's in this movie.
2: Yes, apparently. Who's in this movie? Right. I watched the Disney Plus show. And it was awful. It was one of the worst. It was horrible. It was horrendous. It was um, <laughs> it was so bad. And I don't like um, Captain Marvel. I, I did not like that. And there's nothing in this movie for me. So I didn't see it. I, I see do
3: it. like Tiana Paris. That's her name. Yes. Who is from Mad Men, obviously. And she was one of the good parts about WandaVision. She played... Monica. rambo yeah monica rambo in one and she's the third marvel is that what's going on in that movie
1: i guess so yeah brie larson is the worst thing imaginable uh, <laughs> brie larson she's awful man is, she's completely awful uh, she wasn't always though i know but she, she wasn't always but she's awful now nico her transition i mean it's similar to idris i think it's like a similar cautionary tale I mean, she had it. She, the plummet was almost instantaneous, though. I
3: mean, she's so fucking good in like short term 12 and Room and Greenberg. Like, she's like got a really good indie career. And she's like, she's such a magnetic, like natural performer playing humans. She's really yeah. good at playing humans. Yeah. And she just hasn't played a human in like 10 years. The fast movie, she's horrible in. She's so bad in that. Kong oh god <laughs> yeah that's right she's in call i mean it's just been like from i i don't know who's advising her i, I don't know
1: like money money's involved. Yeah. i guess i just i just advising her.
3: i just think like she wins a fucking oscar and like you can do whatever you want and just to dive head
1: first in the mcu is just not the right move for her because she is
3: not a fucking movie star no you no know?
1: no i should not but anyway, I was going to say the end credits scene does not feature Ghost Rider or Mephisto. It features Beast, Hank McCoy, and uh, Haley Steinfeld with the Arrow girl. Uh, Hawkeye. Ha- Hawkeye's daughter, niece. What, what? What is she? No, just, just a girl. Just a girl. Oh, Just a young girl <laughs> that he befriends. Okay. And
3: Beast, the X-Men Beast. Yeah, yeah, the fuzzy guy. And it's Kelsey Grammer?
1: I don't think so. I, I, I hope it is. Are they doing another season of
2: Hawkeye? God, Again, we need to here, stop.
1: I... Please stop. No, 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 no,
2: Because no, no, no. Hawkeye was a delightful little Christmas special. It was, it was basically just. I can't do this. We're a sham of a country. I mean, what does that have does?
3: We're a fucking sham.
2: Oh. Hawkeye is like the next big Christmas franchise. Like that's really. They are
3: making a new Santa Claus. I saw that season.
2: Wait, so it's a season. They're not doing a movie. It's a, they're just a, a they're season 2 you doing more,
3: yeah. Season two of Santa Clauses. Do
2: we have to do another season of the Santa Claus?
3: Might we? we might have to check in. What's going on? Uh, holy
2: fucking shit! We
3: need to check out what's going I've, on with the tool man.
2: Disney Plus <laughs> Bernard's gonna come back. Disney Plus Bernard
3: straight out of Oppenheimer It's like fuck. <laughs> I gotta, uh, Santa Claus uh, got Santa has <laughs> got renewed. <dude.
2: laughs> I got to go to the fucking volume in Atlanta. I think Disney Plus might be the worst streaming service ever made. It might. Be. no
3: it's like one of man's great atrocities never mind fucking like <laughs> streaming
1: services one of the great yeah. atrocities committed <laughs> it's like by really mankind
2: right up there with the trail of tears and the holocaust is that what you're saying
1: <laughs> i'd like to uh, mention by the way we've been talking about all these stupid disney plus shows i have seen none of them i haven't even seen wandavision you're missing out bud you're not go,
3: <laughs> go Frolic in a field. Somewhere. Okay. Like do something with your life. Feel and then, feel I do Fucking go to church. <laughs> Whatever. Do something. Anything else. Violate fucking parole. Read the encyclopedia front to back, dude. I mean, come on. Life's too short, dude. <laughs> Steal a car. Rob a bank. Do something. Violate parole. Violate parole. <laughs> Spirit of vengeance, Ghost Rider. So he's got the spirit of vengeance, this Nick Cage. And the first one, he was like, not about vengeance at all. You know, he was just like, chill. Wasn't he at the end of that, he's like, I'm going to own this curse. Right. So he got, so anyway, yeah, right. That's the thing. So he makes a deal with the devil in the first one to save his father's life. The devil's like, well, I, there's take back season, my deal. I can just kill your father whenever I want. And so uh, he kills his dad and then he lives with this
2: curse. Pretty lame writing for a devil loophole. Right. Yes, I agree. He didn't read the fine print is the problem, guys. But can we just do something a little more clever? Yeah,
3: he didn't even really trick him. He's just like, all right, I'm going to make sure your father doesn't die of cancer, but I'm going to kill him this other way. It's like, you know. <sighs> yeah, I agree, Nick. So, you know, he's, he's now the Ghost Rider. And the Ghost Rider at night comes out possesses nick cage's body he's kind of just like a passenger right he can't really control the ghost rider it's this spirit that's beckoned by the devil to do his bidding Mm -hmm. and somehow at the end of the movie he's able to gain control of this thing and when the devil offers to relieve him of his curse nick cage is like nope i'm gonna hang on to it because like better that i have it than someone else has it i'm gonna do good with this and carry out the spirit of vengeance right against bad guys. This movie takes place 8 years later. Fast forward, all of a sudden he like regrets keeping the curse. <laughs> all of a sudden he's like not in on the spirit of vengeance shit anymore. He's living in some like fucking garage in another country and he's an alcoholic and I will just say I don't know what happened to Nick Cage in the 4 years between the first one and the second one, but there is a scene in the first movie where he is shirtless and he is fucking shredded. It is Crazy. I don't know if that was CGI or what, but he is ripped. He's a fucking snack in that movie, and four years go by and he's fucking balding and pudgy. So uh, maybe that's just
1: him getting into character. That's what he needs to do to become the ghost rider. This is the real distinction. Neville Dean and Taylor actually let him become the ghost rider. Become he the character.
3: Up, black face paint.
1: I he did. He, yes.
3: I think he put on like those black eye contacts that so you can't see a person's pupils. <sighs> Shows up with like leather with like charred leather on his jacket and didn't talk to any of the cast because he wanted to be a fucking ghost and ghosts don't talk to people. <laughs> and you know he would leave as the ghost uh, I mean, this movie is so much better than the original. I'm sorry. I
1: mean, that just tells you all I need to know. He should have put a white sheet over set. <laughs> <laughs> he sewed that. bits of
3: ancient Egyptian artifacts onto his leather jacket and would channel the spirit of vengeance.
2: Where did he get ancient Egyptian artifacts? I
3: wouldn't talk to anybody. The fear that I would see in the other actor's eyes only helped me believe it even
1: more. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean,
3: Neville didn't tell you. You got to give the guys credit. You know, let the man cook. <laughs> let the man fucking
1: cook, dude. Well, he, he definitely had those like laying around. He just got those at an auction or something, which is hilarious to me. Right? Why? He
2: spent so much money on them. That's why he had to make this movie. Nick Cage, you're in debt because you keep buying dumb shit. <laughs> I keep buying dumb shit to make my movies. Yeah. So what's
3: the deal here? Like the devil conceives his baby, right? Spawn of Satan. Here we are again talking about the devil's son.
2: Yeah, I noticed that. We're talking about the Antichrist like two weeks in a row almost. I mean, they sprinkle in some Nick Cage VL. mm
3: with some animation, which I thought was a nice little touch. Although sometimes the narration wasn't always the most eloquently written thing in the world. But he establishes that the devil can take on many forms. So that's the reason why Peter Fonda is not in this new one.
0: Why does the devil walk on earth in human form anyway? I have no idea. Maybe he doesn't know either. Maybe he just passes on from body to body, down through history, waiting for the perfect fit. But I know one thing. On Earth, he's weak. His powers are limited. He needs emissaries to do his dirty work. So he finds them or makes them using his greatest power. The power of... The Deal.
2: It's pretty convenient that you can just recast Mephisto whenever you want. Yeah, that's true. Right. If only they had that solution with Kang. (laughs)
3: So there's this bit of VO though Where Nick Cage is like The devil takes on many forms And you give flashes of like Hitler, Genghis
1: Khan John Wayne Gacy shows up Vlad the Impaler's there Which was so
2: funny to me Just Dracula for Mussolini (laughs) All of this He uses the one ability he has The power of the deal and then who do they show?
3: Now, today, you know who you would show there about the power of right. the deal.
2: That line practically writes itself. Totally. In 2023. It does. This movie's and I mean, really, time. it could have written itself in 2011 as well. <laughs> Probably. But, yeah, I mean,
3: you know. No, for some reason, just fucking strays right in Jerry Springer's direction. Just a picture of Jerry Springer pops up. It's like, dude, relax. Daytime television is a weird place. <laughs> It's not the devil. Jesus.
1: Because the other ones I think are drawings of the historical figures. Then all of a sudden you have just the JPEG photograph of <laughs> fucking Jerry Springer. It's that thing bottom. where it's like cropped on the bottom. And, and it's he's like, like Yeah, right. And he's like smiling <laughs> thumbs up, basically. It's <laughs> It's so lame. I mean, it's so mean. It's like <laughs> Jesus. I
3: mean, I know you don't speak ill of the dead anymore, but like even at his most hated, like Jerry Springer is the devil. It's like, Jesus.
2: well, isn't it weird that like, I feel like Jerry Springer used to be a hated figure in culture, but I feel like towards the end there, it kind of went full circle. Oh yeah.
3: Of... Right, right, right. Yeah. He looks like fucking Edward R. Murrow in the, in the modern context, you know, in the age of social media. Yeah.
2: He's like our Walter Cronkite, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, it's just, I don't know, it was odd. I guess there was a time, it's just weird that Neville Dean and Taylor thought to go after him because I feel like Neville Dean and Taylor would have enjoyed watching the Jerry Springer show.
1: They would have loved being on the Jerry Springer show. Right, yeah, you figure they probably got their Jerry beats. Yeah. Man, did I
3: tell you guys I I almost went to the Jerry Springer show? I had fucking tickets.
1: Vaguely remember something. And I didn't go. And I feel bad about that. It's like your people. I don't know about that, Adam. (laughs) No, (laughs) it is. It's your people. Just be honest. <laughs> I don't know hey, Nico. Asked. Nico, it's me. <laughs> I think it's Clint It's right. me.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh the devil, I guess, impregnates through virgin
1: birth, essentially. So I was so confused about is this like a like a rosemary's
2: baby situation where she's like asleep and then devil just climbs on top of her? Yeah, I don't know how the conception happened. There was a line where um Somebody says to the woman, like, oh, you should have said no during the conception. Right, 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 right. Oh. The, the priest or the monk. Yeah. And it was very much like a... Right, 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 right. And, well, and also the devil says, like, uh, like, father, like son, and you're, like, of my... I don't know if he says you're of my seed, but he basically implies that through several lines. So it's... I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just because it's not rated R that they didn't imply it more obviously.
3: There's an ex-boyfriend that is also, like, a weapons smuggler or something i don't know what he does is that the guy that becomes the decay dude becomes the decay dude all right right. and i'm not sure like she was trying to have a kid with him or i i don't know but she took the devil's deal and as a result she got a kid and the kid is now the spawn of satan (laughs) and uh you know the kid's all right kid's name is danny he's fine he's okay it's an all right child performance i guess and so the devil is now after him and like this group of black ops Monks knows that the devil's after him because it's in some prophecy, right? That the devil is going to pass on his consciousness, essentially, to another human form, Mm. right? Into another body. And so that was the reason why he conceived of this child. And there's a ticking clock element to like the devil has to do it on this specific day. And if they can outlast him, then the devil is defeated or whatever. So they're trying to track this kid down and he's on the run with his mother.
0: I was choking on my own blood. (laughs) I knew I was going to die. I could feel it. And
2: that's when he
0: found me. You looked like you could use a little help.
2: Rourke. He promised to take the pain away. To save my life. But he asked for something in return. Son.
3: Maybe you can never understand.
2: No, I get it. You're the devil's baby, Mama. The most important thing that came out of this movie was that my boy, Anthony Head, got another meal.
3: Anthony Head plays...
2: The senior monk, the older monk. Raiden from Mortal Kombat. That guy. That guy. Yeah. Well, I know him as uh, the tutor and trainer of one Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And he was also in Repo the Genetic Opera, which we talked about on the show. Any day that he gets another meal... I am just happy. You know what I mean?
3: I don't know what you mean by he gets another meal.
2: Well, is, he got work. Oh, you just, he got, he got work.
1: Okay, he got paid. Oh, I see. Oh, I thought he actually eats on screen. No, I mean, he gets a paycheck and he doesn't starve. Yeah, he, gets a pay, he gets a paycheck. Okay. I was worried this is like, is this like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer reference? No, no, no. <laughs> I
2: just don't want my boy Anthony Head to starve. I want him to.
3: Right. You want him to get
2: Head. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? Why not? Uh. Um... <laughs> They call him Tony Head. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a character from Goodfellas.
1: (laughs) Tony Two Heads.
2: (laughs) Hey, Tony. Tony Salsiccia. Tony Two Heads heads is pretty (laughs) sick. What does that even mean?
3: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, uh, what's going on? Okay, so...
2: I think we're done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, all right. Is that it? I know you want to talk more about the plot, but I don't think we need to. I think we nailed it. There's this enormous
1: gap of just like riding in the back of a truck going to the monastery and then like they get the kid
2: and then he... You know, the beginning of the movie has action without Ghost Rider. And then there's a small action scene with Ghost Rider. Which is a pretty good action scene. It's all right. It's all right. And then Ghost Rider is no longer Ghost Rider. And then he is again. And there's a big action scene. And then the movie ends.
1: I, I guess I, I do like the line, Merry Christmas, assholes, where he's like getting the rider sucked out of him. That's fun. That's the, one of the more cagey moments in the entire film, I guess.
3: Yeah, he does get a pretty good interrogation scene where he's like, listen, the rider is coming out. You better say something before the bad cop shows up, right?
0: Kerrigan must have told me about that thing that killed his men last night, huh? Yeah? That thing is inside of me. See, you're a bad man. And this thing, the writer he feeds on Batman and he's hungry. He's hungrier than he's been years, and that's why I'm shaking. Cause right now, the only thing standing between you and the writer is me. And he's just, he's, <laughs> uh, he's scraping at the door, scraping at the door! All <laughs> uh, 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 well, right, if you don't tell me what I want to know, I'm gonna let him out. Uh. Uh, what is that with you? You won't be anything left. Do you understand? Do you understand? Shake your head yes or no, Uh uh-huh. oh uh-huh. good, good girl Rest care you.
2: That was the cageiest cage moment for sure, and then you get the scene where
1: he's careening down the road, which is one of the most to cranked out fucking things right. like where there's jump cuts and it's insane. Insane. yeah <laughs> Uh, like like really heavy-handed hitchcock zooms or whatever like oh my god it's crazy
3: yeah i think like the best cage is just like either he is metaphorically or literally on drugs <laughs> like those are just that's his mode you know whether he's playing like an alcoholic or like he's bad lieutenant and yeah he's smoking crack it's like that is the energy that he is channeling in this movie i think like at one point someone's like hey i can help you with those chills or whatever those withdrawal symptoms that's good cage at least they let him do it here. They didn't let him do that in the original. The original is just like, yeah,
1: oh, what if, you know, I just became a skull for 50 minutes? That's also Nash Treasure Cage. That's the other thing. <clears throat> We're talking about that era of Nicholas Cage, sure. where he could feasibly be a normal movie star. Cage, why don't we be a normal movie star, okay? Can we do that? <laughs> right. And that works. Yeah, sort of. <laughs>
3: so, yeah, so they kidnapped the kid, the ex boyfriend of the girl who also is like the devil's henchman during all of this, as you said, gets the power of decay. Mm, Pretty cool, actually. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Everything he touches decays at a rapid rate.
2: Yes. Like he just touches glass and it shatters. I'm not sure that's what decay means, but like glass decays. No. No? <laughs> not like that. <laughs> it doesn't just break. <laughs> not, for no Not in the same way that mushrooms were growing out of the ground next to the guy. Like, Right. I guess that's true.
1: Where he's eating the food, the joke with the Twinkie, that's a deliberate, like, it yeah, can survive yeah, everything. So joke. that's kind of like,
3: that's cute. I think that's a solid joke. I that's, think it's one of the better jokes in the movie. He tries eating an apple and it immediately decays and he tries eating bread and the bread gets all moldy and then he picks up a Twinkie and, you know. It's, yeah. it's Can't kill fun. a Twinkie. Can't, right. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty sweet. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's a good joke. I didn't think the joke about his dick being a flamethrower was particularly good the first or second time. Nope. And he's like describing to the kid what's it like to
1: pee, and they show like a cutaway of him pissing fire or whatever. I haven't mentioned this yet, but I watched this movie with Abby. Oh! And (laughs) it was, uh, as I'm sure you guys could imagine... A very uncomfortable time yeah i
3: well, was so she didn't like the flamethrower dick
1: she didn't like the movie at all actually. she didn't find it analogous to maybe an
3: experience that you guys had later that evening fuck man <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know you talking about the rash
1: <laughs> <laughs> jesus
2: christ what you mean by flamethrower dick i mean i don't know <laughs> oh man okay <laughs> i don't presume <laughs> Uh, oh, man. Yeah, no, they, they call back to the flamethrower dick
3: later on because Kieran Hines says to young Danny, imagine a flamethrower, and then it cuts again yeah. to the flamethrower dick, and it's like,
1: don't do the joke twice. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, Also, by the way, mm. by the way, yes. perfect opportunity. I'm like, what are you doing? It's Again, another great Chekhov's gun. Piss on people. Piss on people with fire. Get
0: that drop.
1: <laughs> Piss on people, baby. <laughs> But seriously, <laughs> they set up the fucking pissing with fire thing and they don't use it. They don't actually use it. <laughs> Come on, Ghost Rider. <laughs> it's
3: gone off the rails. <laughs> Good thing it's the I told holiday you we were show.
2: done. <laughs> I told you we were done. You just kept, no. kept it rolling. No, no. No, just
1: getting warmed up. We're getting very, very close we're, to Frogtown, guys. like the <laughs> Ghost
3: Rider. Yeah, so there's this surrogate dad thing happening with Johnny Blaze. Did we mention the guy's name is Johnny Blaze? That's <laughs> no The name G- of the Ghost Rider His name's Johnny
1: Blaze.
3: Name Johnny Blaze. <laughs> and so he has a surrogate dad thing going on with the kid. He falls in love with Satan's son. There, you know, he loves Satan's son, but he's like this guy, this kid's worth saving. And all the monks, meanwhile, they capture him and they're like, "No, we got to fucking kill this
2: kid. He's the spawn of Satan." You know, it's crazy. His name's Johnny Blaze, the Human Torch. His name was Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. Okay, yeah, that's why I was confused. I was
1: like, right. why do I feel why like I've Why isn't heard it that?
2: his name Johnny Blaze? I don't like really I know. literally, <laughs> his power is fire.
3: <laughs> I never understood the Storm thing. Because Sue Storm is the invisible woman, right?
1: Yeah. 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 And she can shoot like force fields and stuff. But like she
3: that. also doesn't
1: cause storms. She does not, no. Not- but st- Haley
3: Berry's character in the x-men movies is storm, storm
2: but her, her name and, is she, yeah. right it's not storm she causes storms yeah she does yes i think they named him johnny storm because johnny blaze was taken
3: i think the fantastic four was first
2: i think you know how you can like call dibs
3: yeah, yeah i am familiar
2: with the protocol nick <laughs> yes
3: i'm calling yeah, I, th- dibs. I think
2: i think ghost rider <laughs> might have called dibs they said hey, we get johnny blaze they called shotgun no blitz
1: right right I was trying to figure out did was Ghost Rider created by Stan Lee and no he was not.
3: No, it, it was the Marvel Knights
1: like yeah. That's when they were, you know, outsourcing it to other guys. That That's was, right. That was the thing.
2: I think Fantastic Four though was, right? Oh, yeah. Fantastic Four was like one of the originals, right? Yeah. So Stan Lee was the one who was like, fuck, I can't use Johnny Blaze. Basically. basically <laughs> the guy called Dips. Because i ma- I imagine they all sat in the same office writing comics.
3: I mean, could you imagine a more lame fucking office
2: setting than Stan Lee
1: in the 50s?
2: <laughs> Stan Lee got it though, man.
3: Have you ever played you the Mike Princess's Stan Lee clip?
2: What do you mean Stan Lee got
1: it? Hold Stanley, on. What's the so fuck? Stanley Stan Lee got it? Stanley. Stan Lee got it? Stan fucks. <laughs> Stan Lee
2: fucks. <laughs> no <laughs> nobody even knew who the guy was until he was 95 like
0: <laughs> not bad Eddie in Hoboken what's up Eddie God hey what's it. up Mike what's up hey happening? Mike Stan Lee died today did you ever meet the guy what do you think of him Stan Lee yeah Stan Lee I, I know know Stan Lee? don't know who he is don't know who is he is now. Jesus who is he who is he who is Stan Lee he was one of the creators of Marvel Comics. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Man, sorry, I'm not a comic book guy. Is that, what, is that who he is, Stanley? The he guy created Spider Man. That was his. Uh, big created Spider Man. Sorry, I never was a comic book reader as a kid. I apologize. Never.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure he's gonna be like Stanley. Who? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so uh, we said Decay guy's pretty cool. You know, we don't have to hit every <laughs> single one of your notes. <laughs>
1: Nick wants this thing to fucking end. (laughs) Nick's got a Thanksgiving dinner to eat. It's like, guys, I'm trying to end this thing.
2: I just want to tell you something. When I take notes for the pod, I don't make sure we hit all of them. I just, whenever we talk about a relevant topic, I bring it up. But I don't, think, I don't think every sporadic thought that popped into your little head while the movie was playing during that 90-minute period needs to be uttered on the air. I think you can move on. I'm on board for killing the spawn of Satan.
3: <laughs> Isn't the point that everyone is redeemable? D- is everyone redeemable? I suppose, in a sense. I mean, if you really want to, like you know, write a fucking Hallmark card and hang a nice little kitten calendar in your office and
2: be like, everybody's redeemable. Sure. I, I just think that's the point of this movie. I mean,
3: I mean, chances are, though, like he's not. Chances are he's the devil's son and the devil probably
2: has a plan for you. So you should probably just be head but literally on. the last movie we saw where somebody played the devil's son. He did the good thing. Right. That's true. He shot yeah. himself in the head. hmm right so I guess yeah and so why don't you give this kid a chance to shoot himself in the head <laughs> before you judge him
1: huh? <laughs> right so you're saying Tony two heads should have chopped his head off <laughs> that's you.
2: well he's got a spare <laughs>
1: that's true <laughs> this
2: is the dumbest joke this is the dumbest bit in the world what is even the bit that the guy's a gangster with two heads <laughs> He's like a conjoined twin. <laughs> it's just two- well, that doesn't mean he has two heads. Can you imagine an Italian mobster who's a conjoined twin, but he just has two heads?
1: What if a mobster with two heads?
2: Can you imagine only one head is Italian? <laughs> He's arguing with, with, with what, the Irish side?
1: <laughs> ah! Yeah, it's Gangs of New York. It's the first ten minutes of Gangs
3: of New York. But it's... Uh, it's one person.
1: The, oh oh shit. shit! Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I I
0: love
2: the idea that in this scenario, uh, only the Italian head gets a name. He's totally uh, two heads. The other guy right. is just the other head. Uh, uh, oh,
3: that's uh, and there's Buster McGrady <laughs> on the other fucking head.
1: Oh my God,
3: (laughs) that's the best. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So whatever, (laughs) Uh, the the guy doesn't get beheaded, and he's redeemed. And there's this ceremony at the end where all of like the the devil's soldiers show up to this arena, and they participate in this ritual.
0: Who are they? Politicians, murderers, people of influence. The devil's soldiers. Traveled from all over the world to witness the anointing of the new king. Oh, the new king.
3: (laughs) Please. They get there just in time. Nick Cage gets there just in time to get his Ghost Rider powers back and to fuck everybody up and then finally defeat Kieran Hines and catapult him through the earth into like the core of the earth. He's like, go back home, motherfucker or whatever. Yes. And, uh, catapults him into the earth and he burrows down to hell essentially. And it's pretty sweet.
1: It is pretty sweet. Pretty fucking sick. But I'm just realizing we missed a very key plot. point. So I bet we did. So we have to go way back. <laughs> okay. We're starting over guys. Sure. Um, <laughs> The spirit. I'm fucking
2: kill myself. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. I just want to end this show.
1: It's very <laughs> the spirit of the rider was originally a, an angel, a fallen angel yeah. that was betrayed. Right. Spirit of justice. Spirit, spirit of, of justice. Of justice. There you yes. Go,
2: yeah. Corrupted into the spirit of vengeance. That's right. That's right. But yeah.
1: part of Nick Cage's redemption arc in this movie is that he brings out the spirit of justice, Right. so that the flames at the end are no longer orange; they are blue. That's right. Mm-hmm. Because, as we all know, blue flames
2: equal justice. That's
1: right. (laughs) He also has skeleton hands,
3: which is pretty sweet because it reminds me of Deathbed the Bed that Eats. Oh, yeah.
2: With the skeleton hands in that movie. He also has no eyes because justice is blind. That's very true, Nick. That works. (laughs) That's very true. I don't know, I like the scenes
3: where people are just staring at the ghost rider and he like vomits fire. I don't
2: know. I think it's good. That's one of my favorite powers of his is that he can like look into your soul and fucking burn it from the inside out. It's I'm awesome. glad
3: you brought this up, Nick. What are the ghost rider's powers?
2: If you can summarize it in one sentence or less. Uh, everything he rides turns into a flaming, living, rideable machine. So if he were in a wheelchair, that
1: shit would become like... <laughs> The coolest wheelchair. It'd be the fucking from Manhunter. It'd
2: be in the <laughs> yeah, that's <garage>. right,
1: yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a Ghost Rider adaptation. <laughs>
2: Everything he sits on suddenly turns into something made by the Hot Wheels company. That's
3: right. Yeah, I don't know. Is it super strength? Is it just that chain? Like, obviously, he can, like, suck people's souls out of their body or whatever.
2: He has a chain made of fire, basically, that he can just whip around you and... But then, yeah, the big one is he stares into your soul and, like, judges you and, like, burns you from the inside out. Right. If
3: you're not pure of heart or whatever, pure right. of spirit or whatever, he, he can target the
2: the sinners. That's right. right. That's right.
3: Did we win? I'm going to say yes.
2: Did we win?
0: I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Hell yes. My name Is Johnny Blaze. I'm the Ghost Rider.
2: (laughs) Fuck off. Crank three. Um, (laughs) Oh Crank Three.
3: (laughs) Uh Neville Dean and Taylor. There, there you go. That's the movie. Uh by the way, this movie was written, if you want to credit some screenwriters for that great line of dialogue, uh, written by three more dipshits, Mm -hmm. Scott (laughs) Gimple. Gimple's uh, the name? Yeah, the, oh, no. the showrunner of like the latter seasons of Walking Dead. If you want to just pinpoint what seasons of The Walking Dead were Gimple's, just start where the show got bad. Okay, that's Gimple. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, Seth Hoffman, who I guess is another TV writer, and David Esquire, the as worst. screenwriting credit as well. The three of them... Coincidentally, or I guess not coincidentally, they work together, created that ABC show from 2010 called Flash Forward. Do you remember that show? I don't. I am fairly certain I watched every single episode of that show, and I remember nothing about it. (laughs) (laughs) I do not remember what it's about, who's in it, what it looks like, and I'm fairly certain I watched every episode.
2: That's like uh, me with Kyle X Y. Oh my god! The ABC family. At
3: least I remember the belly buttons, though, or the lack <laughs> yeah, thereof. That's the
2: only thing I remember is the lack of a belly button. Yeah, I remember Sour Patch Kids in that in that show. What?
1: He he likes Sour Patch Kids. I remember that. Okay. Holy shit! Yes. The original
3: movie, we should say, was a success. It cost one hundred and ten million dollars, made two twenty eight worldwide, so it justified a sequel. The sequel was greenlit pretty easily, although the budget was smaller. Because Neville, Dean, and Taylor were like, we're just going to make a fucking skating video and get a couple flames in there every now and again. And so that budget was only $57 million, ended up grossing one thirty-two worldwide, but it did not justify a Ghost Rider 3 when the rights reverted back to Marvel. This movie also did pick up two Golden Raspberry nominations, one for Worst Remake, Ripoff, or Sequel, and another for Worst Actor our boy getting a Razzie nomination this year, Nick Cage.
2: Yeah. He's not the worst actor. It's just not a good role. No. Um, that's it. Happy Cranksgiving. Yeah. Happy
3: Cranksgiving.
2: Happy Cranksgiving. Cranksgiving. Listeners, join the discord. Tell us what you're crankful for. Yes, yes, please. Maybe we'll share the best, the best ones. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. If I remember a good idea.
3: So it's the holidays. Stick with us please <laughs> the rest of the year we will be doing of course the 25 days of miss or whatever the hell we call it i don't know we're doing christmas movies holiday themed movies over the next couple of weeks maybe check in on some santa clauses <laughs> see how the multiple oh santa clauses are doing the santa Clai. uh <laughs> and uh yeah yeah uh we love you happy holidays mm. Have a have a nice holiday with your fam, or maybe not. Maybe you don't like your family. Maybe you want to be alone. Maybe you just want to watch Jason Statham movies. That's fine,
1: too. Now everyone's arguing. Everyone's arguing over the table these days. That's all. Everybody's
3: always arguing.
1: Yeah, I know. It's you know who's happens.
3: there for you whenever you need them? Neville, Dean, and Taylor.
1: That's true. <laughs> they'll come and they'll bust through your windows and start filming your fucking turkey. <laughs> so <laughs> I think Frank's Thanksgiving
3: <laughs> from our family to yours. And uh, that's it, right? We good? I
2: believe so. Bum- Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> 10 out to <of> 10. <laughs> Skilled it.